Hey everybody, welcome to Catch Fire Podcast, man. I'm so excited that you've tuned in today. Today is going to be really, really special because our guest is a powerful voice, not only in the business world, but in the Christian world. And he's written a new book called Mindset Matters. And I want to read you a little bit here. Dr. Dave Martin is America's number one Christian success coach. He's an author, pastor, mentor, inspirational speaker, and business leader with the mission to communicate the biblical, biblical principles of success. Dave's best-selling books include The 12 Traits of the Greats, Miracles, The Force of Favor, and Another Shot, and most recently, Mindset Matters. And what I'm most excited about is Dr. Dave Martin is my friend, he's my buddy, he's my brother, and he's been a great blessing to me and our church for, man, over 10 years. Dave, yeah. welcome oh, to the man. podcast, dude. Thanks so much, Pastor Al. Man, it's so good to be with you. Dude. And I, I love this Catch Fire Catch Leadership fire, Podcast. We need a little bit of fire in our leadership, don't we? That's right. We need fire <laughs> in every area of, yeah. of life. I mean, I'm so glad people are connecting with the podcast. And right. Hopefully they'll share it. Yes. Like it on, you know, like yeah. hit that like button, subscribe and get it out there. Let other people see, you know, yeah. I mean, you're putting this time into this effort and, and yeah, yeah. incredible teaching and what you've learned and what friends yeah. have learned together. And so I, I think it's oh, going to be great. You know what, bro? I mean, I'm just so excited to have you on. We've been friends for a long time now. Yeah, over and a decade. Over a decade. <laughs> and uh, I remember when you first came to our church, I mean, our church was much must smaller. must have been teenagers. <laughs> right? I know exactly, right? <laughs> and uh, the church was much smaller, and, and uh, we were just kind of starting out. And uh, you've been a part of our success, I can tell you that. Because uh -huh. you, you, what I love about, about your message, and it's been the same message throughout the years, is change your mind change your life. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's something that you can for years. It really, I mean, you know, when you're born, God gave you two ends, right? One to sit on and one to think with. <laughs> right? I always say, whichever one you use depends on how far you get in life, right? Heads you win, tails you lose, right? <laughs> so you got to use your head. You got to change your thinking. A lot of people just sitting around waiting, oh, waiting for God to do something. Mm -hmm. When what we would know, faith without works is dead. You got to do something. You got to get moving in the right direction. You got, you got, you got. So you much gotta. of it starts right there. Oh right? man, bro. I mean, you you've taught so many people how to use their mind to break into their future, and now you're pastoring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and I am so excited for you because um you know you've been a itinerant speaker for pretty much your whole ministry. Yeah. Um, bit of and and what led you to pastoring? Um, that's a good question. Uh, well, God led me to pastoring. I don't know who led me to do it in Detroit, but, uh, <laughs> but God led me to the pastoring right. part. No, it, it, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's always been in me. My dad's a pastor. My grandfather's a pastor. Right. Uh, my great grandfather. So I've been in ministry my whole life and God led me and, and gave me the incredible opportunity into the right. secular arena yes. and into the business arena to be able to kind of be salt and light. Right. Yes, absolutely. Uh, a missionary still bringing the principles of, of the Bible. Where did you get that? I'm like, you don't want to know. No, where, where did you, where did you hear that leadership principle? I'm like, ah, I'm okay. I got it out of the Bible. They're like, ah, oh, I knew that's what you're going to say. Right. You know, but yet they're all there. Yeah, and, uh, and so, you know, I did pastor years ago. And so I just think the kind of the season, my son's getting a little older Yeah, right. Uh, and my wife, we've been on the road for a long time. Yeah. So for them to kind of get settled in mm -hmm. has been, it's been a bit a blessing. As yeah, well. and, absolutely. And and to get to use all the principles I've been teaching to see if they actually work, and uh, <laughs> well, they're working. They're working. God's doing great things. Absolutely. And you know, Dave, um, what people may not know is that you uh, you travel the country with some of America's top 
thought leaders and voices, not only in the Christian world, but in the business world. I mean, you shared, you've shared the stage with people like Les Brown, uh, with people like John Maxwell, and some really, really strong voices. And um, how has that been? What, what kind of experience has that been? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, been, it's been incredible, of course, to get around people that make you think different mm. and that stretch your thinking. Right. That's the key. You always got to be around people that are going to pull you up. Mm. I say everybody needs mentors in their life and protégés. Someone that's pulling them up and then someone that they're pulling up, right? Because mm. you only remember what you teach. Mm. And so it's it's been great to have those kind of people in my life. But then also to be able to, to some of those, I mean, of course, John is a great man of God as well. But, you know, being on tour with the guys from Shark Tank for several years. Yeah. I'm talking to Damon John one day and, and him and I are going back and forth. We try to we try to see who has the best dad jokes. Right? Okay. All right. And uh, one day he's he's talking to it and I just had the opportunity to begin to share a little bit of my story. And and I said, what's amazing? I said, all the stuff you that you talk about is in the Bible. He's like, it's not in the Bible. I said, yeah, everything you talk about is in the Bible. And I was just sharing with him. There's, there's a difference between the person of Jesus and the principles of Jesus. Right. You know, the person of Jesus prepares you for heaven. The principles prepare you for earth. Mm -hmm ungodly people are using godly principles all the time right so he's talking about he started this company fubu right you know years ago and he said when i started the company i wrote down all my dreams and goals you know all my dreams he said when you when you write down your goals you dramatically increase the likelihood of accomplishing them i said that's so true i said that's i believe that 100 because it's in the bible right. he said that's not in the bible i said i'm telling you it's in the it's in the bible and I, so i showed him habakkuk 2 verse 2 write the vision make it plain he goes Oh, that's in the bias and all this stuff's in everything yeah. we're teaching them is yeah. God came up with these principles. So it's been, it's been kind of cool to be able to sit with people like that and, and to be salt, right? Absolutely. To, it was the Bible say we're to be salty, to bring out the God flavors of the earth. Yes. Right. And so, uh, sharing, sharing that kind of stuff. It's like, uh, have you ever straightened up the shoes in your closet? Right. Right. All of a sudden you feel like you can conquer the world that day. Right. Like, man, what else can I do? Let's go to the garage. Let's fix up this. Why do you feel so good about that? Because you're creating order, right? All right, good. God is a God of order. Yes. So when you straighten up the shoes in your closet, you actually did a godly thing. That's why you feel so good about it. I feel very and, ungodly right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I, these principles are there for our success. Absolutely. And so the you know God is a God of order. Order is the accurate arrangement of things. So when you put things where they belong, all of a sudden yeah. you feel good. And so just helping people understand these principles are for us because yes. God's for you. Yes. You know, God's for you. He's for your business. He's for your family. He's for your, your life. And so uh, okay. just helping people see that. I love yeah. it. Bro, speaking of salty, yeah. and speaking of being salt, John Maxwell got real salty with you and he shot you. <laughs> well, well <laughs> he uh, shot you I, with a gun. You know, different kind of salty, right? I, <laughs> you got to tell us this I story. Just a, I just did a uh, series, and actually, wasn't it was with, I was with John, but actually, another guy is the one that pulled the trigger. Okay, tell me. Yeah, but uh, it was just so uh, John didn't shoot you. Yeah, no, no. But John, uh, thank you for not killing Dave Martin. Yes, we were we were on the we were on a hunting trip together. We should have known. We had a guy come with us that was wearing skinny jeans. <laughs> And we should have known uh, a hunter wearing that comes out wearing skinny jeans does not know what he's doing. That should have been the first clue right there. But uh, yeah, he just uh, he he didn't he didn't raise up high enough, and uh, he shot too low, and a, and a stray pellet from the 
Oh, with the shotgun. From the buckshot. Yeah, just, I mean, just right below my eye. You can, you can still see the little scar right there Jeez, where it went yeah. in. And so it, it, was, it was a close one, though. It was close to Dude, lo- losing a, my eye. That's but, close, uh, man. That, you know, it, you know hey. Yeah, yeah. But, so hey, it was. Uh, those are uh, hazards of, uh, you know, how would you say? Uh, you know, hunting with, uh, with skinny guys with skinny guys jeans. with skinny yeah. jeans. Yeah, yeah, that is so. Hilarious. And I don't like to mention the guy's name because you know, but Sean Nepstead, he passed <laughs> up north, northern California. He's the one that did it. But I'm not gonna say his name. Yeah, we, we won't say that. Yeah, uh, that's but so. Just watch out if you go hunting with Sean Nepstead. <laughs> so you know, in your book, uh, mindset matters. I feel like it's such an important topic, especially coming out of the time we've been in. You know, there's yeah. so many people. I think every one of us have been affected by this pandemic. I mean, yeah. there's not one person who hasn't been affected. I mean, we've all been affected one way or another, whether we've lost family members or we've, you know, businesses have gone under and people are really in a rebuilding phase of their life, aren't they? Aren't they, Dave? They really, really are. And, you know, mindset affects everything, right? Mm-hmm. It affects every part of our life from the attitude we have in the morning, you know? Right. Yeah. Good morning, Lord, or good Lord, morning, right? <laughs> right? You start right then, it all starts in how you how you see things. I kind of look at your your mind as a factory, right? Mm-hmm. It, your mind is producing thoughts, right. thousands of thoughts every single day. Inside of your mind factory, if you've been in any factory, there are foremen that work in the factory, right? right. I'm in Detroit, so we got a lot of factories with all the car yes. industry. Right. So we have foremen that work in the factory. Well, in your mind factory, every morning, Mr. Victory, Mr. Defeat, mm. right? So when the whistle blows at 8 o'clock and it's time to go to work, you wake up. Both of them are ready to work. Both of them are ready mm-hmm. to start producing thoughts. Right. Victorious thoughts or defeating mm-hmm. thoughts. So true. And so whichever one you give more work to, right? Mm-hmm. You get up in the morning, good morning, Lord, or good more, good Lord, morning, morning right. right? Oh, it's going to be a great day today. Man, sun's shining. I'm going to get that sail in today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get, you know, and you start right. producing victorious thoughts. Mr. Victory's like, yeah, we need more of those. He starts producing thoughts or, oh man, my back hurts. Oh, it's going to be a bad day today. I right. can just feel it already. Right. Mr. Defeat, whichever one you give more work yeah, to right. eventually has to hire more people, right? <laughs> uh, and, and so That's the more so people good. they hire, the more room they need in the factory. Mm-hmm. So if more of your thoughts are becoming victorious, more space in your mind is right. becoming faith-filled, positive. Yeah. Um, pretty soon you got Mr. Defeat over there. It's not doing anything anyway. Right. You got to lay him off. Right, right, he's not right, producing. Right, right, so right, now right. you're a victorious person or right. it goes the other way. Right. And you, well, we've all met those negative defeated right. people that just everything is all gloom, despair, and everything's wrong. Every, you know, yeah. And they that, just allow their mind factory to be taken over by right. negativity. And it's also our words. Yeah. Also, you know, right. I mean, words are so powerful and something like me and my wife talk a lot about our words and, and how we speak to one another, how we speak to our people, how we speak, it, 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 you know, words are a reflection of what we think. I mean, the Bible says from the abundance of the heart, right. the mouth speaks. I mean, life and death, right? Life and, and death. Power of the tongue. You eat the fruit of what you say. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, what are we saying about our future? What do we say? I was telling someone, even our, our kids, like right. when you name your kid, that's right. what you're going to be calling them. Right. I was down between two names. I, I, we, we saw this couple and they were yelling at their kid you know you go to disney everyone's right. yelling at their kids yeah. but or walmart right. but uh <laughs> uh you know they're they're yelling at the kid and, and like that kid oh he's such a, a little devil you know yeah. and, and i'm like that's what you're speaking mm. into your kid you know we had we had two names we were down to for my son we named him solomon right but the other name was also a bible name at the last message we need to look that up mm-hmm. and uh, when we looked it up it actually meant poor 
Oh, wow. And I'm like, well, we would have been speaking poverty, yes. poor, yes. Uh, into our son every day when you call his name, right? That's heavy. So, you, you know, what you say, what you're saying is so vital. You eat the fruit of what you say. Yes. Right. And I always tell people all the time, I said, you know, we don't get what we pray for. We get what we're prepared for. We don't attract people based on what we, uh, you know, always in the sense of uh, what we say, but what we do and who we are. How important are relationships when it comes down to our thinking? Oh, well, you know, um, people like elevators. They take you up or they take you down, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Right. Someone who's not taking you up will eventually take you down. Yeah. So I'm, I'm so uh, careful of who I... You know, I'm going to be nice to everybody. Yes. But who I allow to have access to my life, who I allow to, to spend, who I'm going to spend time with, who's going to be speaking into my life is so vital yes. and important. I mean, I've got family members, love them, hug them at Christmas time, don't want to hang out with them, right? They don't think like I think. And, right. And, uh, and, that negative and negative mindset. We all know someone like that. Yes. Always sure finds what's wrong instead of what's right. They always you know? find a problem for every solution. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I have to work, honestly, I had to work hard on, I was born a pessimist. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Even my blood type is even be negative, <laughs> you know? So I got to work on it all the time, but, uh, but that's why it's so important that I have people around me. that are going to build up my faith, encourage me. Yes. They say, uh, people add, subtract, multiply or divide. Or divide right. right. So good. So who's adding to your life? Mm -hmm. Who's causing things to multiply in your life? So and, true. And so those relationships are vital yeah. to your success or vital to your attitude, to your thought right. process, to every, everything. Yeah, I've heard it said that uh, you're like the five people you hang around the most. Right. You know, we, we it was that right. old commercial. I think it was a T-Mobile commercial, right? Who's using your five? Yeah. And yeah. now on like the iPhone, you have like your favorites. So you right. can put your favorite phone numbers. And, uh, you know, I really feel like we are a product not only of our relationships, but we're also a product of our environment, aren't we? Yeah, well, because all that is going into into your into your mind, right? Right. Uh, I always say it this way, and it's been said for years, but you need a checkup from the neck up yes. to get rid of some stinking thinking. That's right. Good. And so often, the only thing that's limiting us is the way we the way we think, mm -hmm. the way we look at things. Um, uh, what is the, the scripture that says, as a man thinketh, yes. as a person thinketh, so are they. Right. You know, you're going to become what you think about. And what we think about is so vital to, to you know, what Ephesians 3.20. Um, he'll do above and beyond anything you ask or think. Right. Well, a lot of times we think it's what we ask. You know, we're Christians, so prayer is real important. Absolutely. And, uh, and it's vital. But what are you thinking about after you pray? Right. Mm -hmm. You got 24 hours. In a day, you pray for something for three minutes, mm. but what you think about the other 24 hours and 57 minutes is really probably what you're going to get wow, more than what okay. you prayed about. That's very heavy. What do you think? Where, where's your mindset going? Yeah. I prayed God heal my relationship. Right. But in your mind, oh, he's never going to change. Yeah. That's doubt. She's never, yeah. That's doubt. I mean, that doubt is the opposite of faith. I mean, faith can't work unless right. you believe. Well, they and say feed your. Uh, feed your faith, starve your doubts, right? Starve your doubts. Yeah, starve your doubts, starve your fears. You know, fear has had center stage for two years. Yeah. And uh, I think all of us fear things. We all fear things. I mean, Dave, you're a very positive leader. You know, you, you function in a realm that really people, I believe, achieve to attain when it comes to our thinking, it comes to our prayer, it comes to our walk with God. But what are some of the things that, you know, have really gripped you when it comes to fear and, and how do you defeat those things in, in your life? 
Yeah. You know, one thing, um, and, and I teach on a lot, and I think it's because I teach on mindset so much. Yeah, right. Because I've had to deal with it so much. Okay, good. A negative mindset or a poverty mindset. That's good. You know, I grew up very poor. We grew up in a small town in Mississippi. We didn't have anything growing up. I was a kid around. I said my, uh, uh, my dad told us that the ice cream truck was playing music. That meant they were out. Right, because that's how poor we go to Kentucky Fried Chicken, lick other people's fingers. Right, so I like the story you tell about your dad would drive around and watch other people swim in their pool. Oh yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, I remember driving to church. We had to drive through this one neighborhood of real nice houses, and we'd see people out by the pool swimming, just enjoying themselves. And my dad would look at me and my brother. We're in the back of the seat of the car, you know, and and we were sweating because our our we didn't have air conditioning right. in the car, but. My dad made us leave the windows rolled up because he didn't want anyone to know we didn't have air conditioning. Okay, there you right. go. We were poor, but we were proud. <laughs> and uh, and so my dad, so my dad would look over and say, "Boy, see those folks over there out by the pool drinking lemonade." Just he goes, "Those people are miserable." <laughs> and I, I'm looking at my brother saying, "Man, I wish we were miserable. Man, that looks a lot better than where we were at." But uh, but it was a mindset, right? Yeah, it was man. a mindset. We're talking about gas prices right yes, now, and yeah. everyone's talking about gas prices. And you know, if you got to get gas, you got to get gas, yeah, right? You do. And so we can sit and complain about it and talk about it. And and, and I remember growing up my whole life, my parents drive clear the other side of town because it was five cents cheaper yeah, over there. Right, yeah. Not thinking how long it took to get there, how much gas yes. it cost. It's going to equal out anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But a, a poverty mindset doesn't think about the value of time. How valuable is how, how valuable is my time? to even do that that is so true you know that is that you what you just said there is what i you know i I mean i kind of like it's changed my life yeah the importance of time time is all you got the importance of energy management all this is so important it's more valuable than money it's the only thing you can't get back right you can get money back you can get a relationship back there's a lot of things in life you can get back but but you can't get back time no you can even get back health Right. But you can't get back time. Well, it's like America has the dollar. Mexico has the peso. Japan has the yen. Right. Uh, England has the pound. Every country has right. a currency. That's how you operate with that currency. Uh, even heaven has a currency, right? Right. right. Uh, the Bible says anything you need from heaven, you receive by faith. So faith would be heaven's currency. Right. Well, earth has a currency, and earth's currency is time. Good Lord. Right. Anything I have today, I've traded my time for. Yes. Anything I don't have today, I've just been unwilling to trade my time for. Absolutely. But um, I didn't have friends when I was born. I, God gave me time. I traded my time with someone, and now we have a friendship, mm, right? So good. God didn't give me money. God gave me time. I traded my time with someone. They gave me a paycheck. Mm. So all I have is is time. So if I don't value my time, no one else is going to value my time. You That's ever right. had someone, hey, just wasting some time. Thought I'd come see what you're doing. <laughs> right? And now you're wasting, now you're wasting my time wasting too, my time. right? That's so good. So there's 24 hours in a day, right? Mm-hmm. So there's 24 boxcars on your train to success every day, 24 mm-hmm. boxcars. What you put in each of those boxcars determine what you get at the end of the day. Jeez. So if, you know, they, they say the average American right now is watching like six, seven hours of television oh. a day. Well, so, no, now it's know. the phone. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but I mean, I could, you binge watch, you know, six episodes of Yellowstone or something. Very true, yeah. And, uh, what are you going to get at the end of the day, right? So a mentor might say, what if you took one hour a day and invested in yourself? Very what good. if you just took one hour a day to listen to a podcast, like right. Catch Fire Leader Podcast, or, or uh, to read a book? Yes. You know, where would you be a year from now? So if you good. took an hour, that's 365 hours. I would say 
that you could be an expert on pretty much any subject you wanted to be an expert on. If you took one hour a day and invested in yourself, my you know, goodness, shut yeah. the TV off, the news, right. you could definitely, you know, shut that off. I totally agree. You know? And I think like, you know, for me, like when I get up in the morning, you know, I have a routine. I'll, I'll go three or four hours, you know, I'll, I'll get ready in the morning. I'll have my coffee. I'll pray, I'll read my word and I'll read, you know, and if I can get three or four hours in the morning to me, that's using my time wisely, you know, shutting the phone off, making sure that I have that time clear with God and also that time for myself. And I feel like there aren't enough people out there taking time for themselves, understanding that you are your greatest investment. Yeah. Um, how can you take people to a place you've never been yourself? Yeah. And I just feel like this is so important. I think it does boil down to time. I think the way we use our time, who we spend our time with, so important, man. You're just, yeah. it's, it's heavy. And, and, you know, not everyone has the ability to maybe take a couple hours in right. the morning, but take 10 minutes, take, mm. start with something, right? right, right. Uh, skip half your lunch right. and decide to read or, right. you know, take your lunch to your car Absolutely. and put on a podcast or, yeah. or, you know, you, yeah. you have to find that the sounded time. really self-righteous that I said, take well, three or four hours. I, I get up super early though. Very lucky. To yeah. Me, lucky. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, you know, but I work all day. So just yeah, so people know, I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. people have different routines. Absolutely. So maybe someone else could do two or three hours in the evening. Yeah, that's right. true. That's, true. that's what I'm saying. But, but, but what you did say that's so important is that morning time. Yeah. The first thing, the first voice I want to hear before I hear even my wife's voice, right. you may have a sweet voice. Yes. Um, Sometimes, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, or or the, you know, the Fox News anchors or oh, CNN yeah, news yeah, anchors, yeah, whoever news anchors you listen it. to. Before any of that, I want to hear God's voice. Yes. What does He right. have to say today? Absolutely. And what first thing we do? We wake up. We pick up that phone. Right. Mm -hmm. Go to the bathroom. Pick up the yes. phone. <laughs> and uh, what if you did leave the phone sitting down for a minute? Right. And uh, and said, you know what. First part of my morning, God, I want to hear your voice. Absolutely, and uh, and and I'm not going to even look at that right now. So uh, I think I think it's so important that you find those moments to invest yes, in yourself. Absolutely, the greatest investment you'll ever make is the investment you make in yourself. That's right. Even time to rest, that's an investment. Yes, yes. most people they go go go, especially entrepreneurs and, right, and people right. that are building. Uh, they just are yeah. one thing after another thing. And even God rest tired eyes rarely, rarely see a bright future. Right. I say that all the time. And, uh, you gotta, you gotta rest, you know, you know, I, uh, I think you might've said, or somebody said something, how can you, uh, help everybody else you know it's just the way it was phrased i forgot how it was phrased it's you don't help yourself helping yeah. everybody get somewhere and you well, so there's a there's a difference in in you know people like, well that's so selfish self-care and selfishness are totally two different things right 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 um it's hard for me to give out if i don't ever get anything right anything in. absolutely right absolutely. and when you're tired and people go 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 they get to, when you're tired mountains seem higher right valleys seem deeper yeah right you assess situations totally different. Absolutely. Uh, there's a very successful businessman I know who always said, he goes, I never make important decisions when I'm tired. That's right, yes, you know? right. Um, I think one of the ex-presidents right. used to say, I never make a decision after three o'clock in the afternoon. So good. Because I don't feel like I'm mentally at my best. Absolutely, I'm, I'm a morning person, so I'm the best in the morning. Yeah. Um, I do my best probably before, like you said, before three o'clock. Right around yeah. three o'clock, Mentally, I'm 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 pretty drained for the day. Yeah. It's been pretty intense. Um, there's a lot of heavy stuff that goes on in the day. Right around three or four o'clock, mentally I start unwinding. Yeah. I head home. I need a nap. 
I do too. I, that's when I, you feel but like but taking I a nap. At, right. I like to start at five right. before anybody else gets Same up. Same with me, right? You know, the thing is Rockefeller that said, you know, he goes, I like to start at five in the morning. Get, it puts me three hours ahead of my competition. That's right. That's right. You know, it's very get true. Up, get going, get started. And that's a big part. You know, a lot of people are successful. They're working while others are sleeping. Yeah. They're praying while other people are playing. Yeah. I mean, it's so important. I think our listeners today, I think they have a lot to harvest out of yeah. this talk because um, it, it has a lot to do with the mind. It has a yeah. lot to do with how we use our time. It all goes back to how you use your time and where your mindset is to to know how to invest. Right. You know, and, and it's a different kind of mindset that understands the value of time. It's a different yes. kind of mindset that understands where to invest those moments of, of mm -hmm. the day. It's the kind of mindset that knows how to build the relationships that are going to move them forward instead of taking them backwards. So it so all good. goes back to, again, uh, how we look at things. Yeah. If you change the way you look at things, the things that you're looking at begin to change. You know, we got a new generation coming up in this world. They're like Gen Z. Um, and my, my, they're like my children's age, just Solomon's yeah. age. I think they're called Gen Z. Uh, how do you see this generation? What are some things that they really need right now in order to be successful? Yeah, um, work ethic. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, that's for sure. <laughs> but uh, you but know, it's a different I, world, right? It, it's, it, is a, it is a different world. And, I mean, you've got to think. I mean, my son's never known a day that didn't have an iPhone. Right, right. right. So it, when we say work ethic, they work different. They that's work good. different. Very good. Uh, they have access to things we never had access to. Absolutely you know, sure. At the, at, you know, uh, um, pick up your phone you have access to any information we had to go find this library full of books to go pick out of yeah. uh, the encyclopedia that had now they just at google what is boom it's done oh, wikipedia they got so, all this stuff yeah yeah, yeah. so it's, it's a it's a different world so understanding learning to understand those differences which can be incredible um a friend of mine we were talking about earlier jonathan bros yes, has eight kids yeah he's just developed a program called the cell phone permit Okay. And which is phenomenal because, because we give our kids, they, before they can drive, they have to get a permit, right? Right, yes. Before we put them behind a vehicle. Yeah, we give them a phone, $1,000 phone mm -hmm. that has access to anything in the world, yeah. negative or positive. Absolutely. And so here you go. And have no training, no teaching, no understanding mm -hmm. of wow. what good or what bad. So he's developed a whole, him and his wife developed a cell phone permit wow. that you make your kids, they have to fulfill that, get the permit before they hand them a phone. That is really good. It's phenomenal. And it's so true. Yeah. And I think, you know, um, we have to really mentally as parents and as leaders really understand this Z generation. And even some of these millennials too. I mean, it's, well, the, it, there's the positive sides and the, in yes. any generation. Yes. Right? right. And so is understanding what, what is going to be beneficial and what is, right. what do we need to work on? Again, it all still goes back to, the word, the word is the exactly word, right? right. That's what I was going to say. Character is character. Integrity That's is integrity. That's so good, Dave. Yeah. And so those basic and work um, ethic is work ethic. Yeah. Because the reality is like, you know, there there are things that this new generation they really need to learn. They can't get. They may work different, but there are principles with time and with character yeah. and with relationships and and because of the negative the negative side of some of those um, things, electronic, some of those things they have allowed access that's made things easier yes, right yes, my son yes, yeah. you know even in schoolwork i can right. think of some things he can just because he can just blah, 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 you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and he hadn't had to research it and study it yeah. and find it to really know it yeah he knows it long enough to get it down absolutely and so 
which has an incredible benefit, which is also incredibly. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I think, I think a discipline and uh, time management and having these biblical principles is so important because even with media, you can use it for good or you can use it for evil. Yeah. And we all have that in our heart. We have, you know, we have, uh, we all have, you know, like you said, you got the angel on one shoulder, the devil on the other shoulder. And how we use these tools are so important. So we're actually involved in shaping this next generation, aren't we? Well, I'm teaching my son to shake hands, look you in your eye, yeah, you know? Yeah. Because they're, they're in a texting email. Right. Generation. They don't have to have phone calls. Right. You know, they don't talk to people. They can do everything, order everything, talk to everything. They're more, uh, you know, they're more. Which is incredible. Right. But also doesn't have the ability to look someone in their eyes and have a conversation. I meet, so, I meet so many of them that are so personable online. And when you get in their presence, it's like, they're so blank face, stone face. They don't know how to, I'm like, whoa, yeah. that's different. Right. Yeah. I think, do you see some of the same stuff? Yeah. 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 Cause they've never had to that, have that kind of open communication. So right. making sure that they're, that they're learning all that kind of stuff as well, I think is so. Let me ask you a question. I so think important. this is a question that kind of sp sparked up in my mind, uh, talking about mindset and relationships, you know, with so much access to information, I still feel like there needs to be those up close relationships. And uh, what are the benefits of having an up close and personal relationship versus just getting information from online? You know, I, I was taught, I just did a message on this at our church. Um, during a, we did a series on relationships called Victorious Secrets. Uh, <laughs> I love that. And, uh, I, I got to steal your titles, man. They're I did a so whole good. session on, on that. And, and talking to the millennials and young people in my uh, church, most of them said that's what they're, they're missing. They, they want that. They long yeah, for that. Right. We just set a thing up in our family where the phones go off at 9 o'clock. Oh, that's right? great. Phones are off. No more electronics. No more. PlayStation, Xbox, right. nothing. Right. My son was actually, although he knew as a teenager he's supposed to act disappointed, but inside he's been telling everybody about this new rule we have. And he's loving wow. that. Really good. Everyone's phones are off. We're just sitting talking. We're sitting yeah. watching. There's no electronics. He's actually drawn that. And I'm talking to him. They're like, we miss that. Yes. They're looking for that. So we started th at our, our church just encouraging people. When you go to everyone go to lunch with your small group or when you go with right. a bunch of friends right everyone puts their phones face down in the center yeah of the table that's first so one good. to pick it up has to pay for everybody yeah that's really good so just Dave. stuff like that or you know you can buy those little uh yeah. um what do you call it a little like a safe right and everyone puts their phone you can set a timer and it won't open for an hour that so is everyone's cool. phones are stuck right. in there for right. an hour right so we're encouraging our our hub groups what we call hub groups yeah. small groups uh, to Try it. Absolutely. And, and force yourselves to, and I'll tell you, it's hard. I, I find it hard. Sure. There's sure. so many times yeah. you're just, we're just having a conversation. I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, let me show you this picture. I mean, we talked for a few minutes before right. coming in yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. And there's three or four times I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and my phone's where my pictures are. My, of course. You know, but there was a time we would say, oh, it looks like this. And <laughs> you would yeah. use your hands. You want to see my family? I pulled my wallet out and had a picture. Exactly. Of them. You know, right. Now it's all in your phone. Everything's in oh, your phone. Oh, absolutely, man. So it's it's just a different world. And I, and I love this generation. I think yes. it's incredible the advantages they have. Of, yes. Um, but it goes back to some of those basics mm -hmm. that we make sure that they're they're understanding who they are in Christ. I think that's and why that th that's thing. why this podcast is important because um, – um, you know, I watch a lot of YouTube. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm on a lot of social media as you are, but uh, we need to we need to bring in voices and people that are able to call back to times 
where relationships were built, relationships were so important in, in regards to our destiny. And uh, I'll tell you, man, I really believe with all my heart that if God's called you a place, he's going to bring people into your life. And I feel like yeah. there's a generation out there that we've got to get better at choosing, get better at choosing our relationships, right? What, what, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, again, it's, it's just vital of who you surround yourself with. Like you said at the very beginning, the five people that you, that you surround yourself with. Yeah. In no way are we against social media. Right. Right. right, right. I mean, my goodness, it's the most incredible tool, YouTube to evangelize the world. Absolutely. Right. right. I mean, this podcast, people are going to hear this all over the world. Someone just clicks that share button and then goes to thousands more people, hundreds more, a hundred more people. They say the average American right now has 368 Facebook friends. Okay. Right. Right. But you ask them how many personal up close friends do they feel like they have? It's two down from six, 10 years ago. So heavy down to two, 20 down from six, down from six to two and 25% of people say they have no, no close personal friends, 300 Facebook friends, right? But no close personal friends. So there's a, a term right now in psychology, uh, called deferred loneliness. Okay. So I need some, uh, I need some, uh, someone to make me feel better. I need, I, I need some attention, some connection. Right. So what do I do, grab my phone, take a selfie, post it, get some, and then I just wait for some likes. Yeah. Right. Right. I wait for someone to go, Oh, shirt looks great on you. Yeah. Dave, your hair looks awesome. Today. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> looks, sudden, it, it looks great. Sudden, Dave, your hair, your hair it, looks great. It, yeah. <laughs> it releases those endorphins. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that, that, uh, dopamine. Yes. Right. And right. I feel, I start feeling good, but I'm still, it's just deferring. My loneliness right. is still there. What I had heard is that even some of these social media companies were kind of creating these apps like slot machines. Like if you play a slot machine and you get the sound and you get the lights and yeah. it gets those endor- those endorphins yeah. and that dopamine moving in your body. So yeah. it's very interesting. Yeah. And so, so I think, you know, it's, it's just understanding, learning how to balance, right. balance right. it. You right. know, it, it can be used. It's an incredible tool right, for good. Yes. But it can also be an incredible tool like anything. Right. Yeah. Like our, parents and their parents before had something in there that was new in their relate in their life 50 years ago mm-hmm. that was like oh that's the worst thing you know mm-hmm. that's right, going right. to be the uh, and so it's just knowing to how to use it and how to use it for the right thing so powerful dave uh this has been great and um how can people get Mindset Matters? How can they pick up this book? Yeah, I mean, it's available anywhere books are sold, of course, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all that. Or they can go to uh, davemartin.org. If they buy it at davemartin.org, we give a copy for every book that's sold. We give a copy um, into the prison uh, yes. prison ministry. Yeah, and there's a number of other books you've written. Another yep. Shot, uh, 12 yep. Traits of the Great, and and your and uh, probably your best line book is the force of favor force of favor yeah that's that's been a um that's my first book yeah and yet still to this day when the royalty checks come in every quarter that's still the number one selling book even to this day Jeez. pretty pretty amazing but uh yeah i'm real excited about the mindset book i think it's going to help a lot of people yeah change the way they look at things it's timely yeah i think it's so timely and we need it so yeah well guys thanks for tuning in dave hey Bro, thanks so much. Come on, man. That was pretty great. I man. made it. I made it to the Catch Fire Leadership Podcast. You're in San Diego, man. And I'm in San Diego. Come on, brother. And isn't this, isn't this I'm a great city? i to heaven. How awesome is San Diego? It is, it is 
next to heaven. It's like right there. So it's like the first last stop before yeah, you get yeah. on over. There. I always think awesome. I always thank God he called me to San Diego, not to the desert, not to Detroit. <laughs> hey guys, thank, <laughs> thanks for tuning in to Catch Fire. Be sure to subscribe and stay tuned. We got some great things ahead. All right, see you next time.